you guys. It's Jenny. And Nicole. And we are back. I, for some reason, I wanted to say, we're back, baby. <laughs> I did it. So I it was funny. I was looking for gifts, gifs, whatever. I call them gifts. It's gif, uh, and don't say it otherwise. And for to put on Twitter, like, we're back. And there's some out there that were okay. But the one I was looking for, um, I love Muppet Christmas Carol. It's one of my favorite oh, movies. Yeah. And right at the end when they've done the Ghosts of Christmas yet to come and they're, and then uh, Gonzo and um, the rat, whose name Joe's going to be so mad I forgot his name. But anyway, he comes back and they're like, we're back. And I wanted that to be a gift, but it doesn't exist. I don't have to make oh, it. Oh, you can make that though. I know. I have a gift maker yeah. on my phone. I just haven't used it yet. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make one. Maybe not for this particular thing, but eventually. Eventually, yeah. I'll find a different It'll be worth a it. different gift for Twitter for this. But I yeah, like that's it. what made me think about it. But yeah, we're back. Um, we've survived <laughs> Chromebook hell. And I'm going to say it, even though you're going to put a positive spin on it, because that's what you do. Um, it's been a nightmare. It's been wild. <laughs> wild. But we got to see every kid in the school. So there's that. And um, we learned some things that we didn't know. Um, but yeah, there were times when... there. What well, we were like three days in, and I could not stop thinking about that part of um that thing you do where he's like I quit I quit and he's like snapping and he's like I quit and he's like I quit this band and I, I was like scanning laptops and I was like I quit I quit I quit and I was like well, yeah, I would never but within the first couple of days we both we both cried there was tears oh yeah both had moments of like can't quit my job today I can't quit my job today we got through it we've survived we've actually got to do our regular job which has been nice it's been fun I'm tired honestly it's been those moments though where we're like this is why we do what we do we've had and in between all of the Chromebook ridiculousness that we have had those brief glimmers of like this is why we're in the library this is why we do our job Uh, and it's what we have clung to when oh, yeah. another Chromebook is giving us the uh, too many redirects and it can't be fixed or the kids can't remember their passwords or what's the other one? Oh, um, they, oh, they can't get on the internet. They won't, or they send them home and come back and they won't get on the right network and all the fun glorious. Listen, we're just going to say it. Chromebooks are garbage <laughs> if you don't have a good network. Yeah. Like if you don't have a strong network, a Chromebook is a paperweight. That, that tells you you don't have a, a strong network. That gives you hope because you think in theory mm-hmm. you should be able to get to the internet, right? Like, yeah. That's a thing. But you can't. It won't let you go there or yeah. it'll let you get to some things and not all things. But that's a net. That's not really the Chromebook's fault. That's our network's fault. But yeah. When you're in a district this big, you expect there to be slightly better network. And right. There isn't. So that's the kind of headaches we've been living with at work. So um, that's why it's we're four weeks in and we're finally just now recording. We're four part. weeks in. We're in the fourth week. We just finished the fourth week of school. That is insane. Yeah. That's, that's wild. Just like Chromebooks. That's insane. I can't believe that. I like, well, I'm like, but fir- what day is it? Cause, yeah, exactly. Well, the first two weeks were nothing but Chromebooks. And then we finally took a breath yeah. last week, but we still have been kind of catching up. So yeah, we just And remember, we recorded our first episode. On the first day. On the school. first day of school. And we were like, oh, we can't, we're back. We can't wait to record every week. <laughs> and yeah. then we were like, just kidding. 
because it was just so much people are like are you dead have you died and we're like no we're still here we're just like keeping our mouth above water. yeah we're still here but also fun fact we both live in different homes exactly yeah so for us you mean we've talked about it here many times we've been building this house since we put the first set of money down in january and so we closed on the house on the 28th of august we moved in over labor day weekend um it's been, I mean, this is the set sixth or seventh time Joe and I have moved together in the 13 years we've been married. And I mean, I said this to him before we started building this house. I'm, I'm not moving again for 12 years. I refuse because 12 years is when Evan will graduate high school. I'm like, we can talk about what's next in 12 years. This right. is where my stuff lives. This is where I live. I don't know about you, but this is where I am <laughs> for the next 12 years. Um, so I'm happy to not, hopefully, I mean, I say that, but you never know, uh, to not have to ever move my stuff again. But yeah, we're still, I mean, we're there. Our stuff is there. We have electricity. We have water. We have internet. We had a lot of stress about the internet. Joe was very particular, but we have these hubs now in our ceiling and the whole house has internet and we haven't had any issues. So that's been good. Uh, I still don't have a dryer. My dryer died right before we moved oh, out of, of our old house and then we didn't worry about it when we were living with our friend and then we came back just like we can fix it it's fine and we he tried to fix it and he did a great job and oh my gosh I feel so sorry for him we tore that dryer apart put in a new um heating element it lasted like three cycles and then it died now the heating element I think the computer's dead so we ordered a new one on Lowe's but it doesn't get delivered until next this coming Thursday how? Why? I don't know. Because Lowe's. I'd be like, you have the dryer. Just, just bring, bring it, it to me. But yeah. So I have to wait. So basically I can wash things in small loads. And then I've been hanging them out on my uh, headboard and letting them dry. I like love it's that. Like it's 1865. The, olden, the gilded age, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Catherine. And then... Uh, then I'll put it back in the dryer because the dryer works, just doesn't heat. Uh-huh. And so then I'll put it back in the dryer to fluff it because, you know, it gets real crunchy if it's not been in the dryer. And yeah. that, that's how we're doing laundry in my house. So that's like my it. moving story. But, yeah, we both have, have been living that life at the same time as oh. dealing with Chromebooks. It's, it's been stressful. The same weekend. And, like, that was not planned. I uh, moved in with my sister. Side note, she still hasn't moved in. But I moved in. And I was going to do, like, a slow move. I didn't even have a house. The first week of the first day of school mm-hmm. on our first podcast, I did not have a different house. I was still living in my old house. And then I realized that I needed to move out of my house ASAP. And I got a house like what? Two days after that? Yeah, super quick. And so then I was like, surprise, I got a new house. I'm moving. And I'm also moving the same week. And you're moving. <laughs> Sorry. And, and using the same moving company. Yeah. I mean, it was basically the same we were thing. Just doing, everybody was like, you guys moving in together? We're like, no, no, we're just moving at the same time. So I, okay. So I love my new house. It's incredible. And I'm very excited about it. It's old as can be. And some of the cabinets, when I open them, I'm like, that smell old, it's <laughs> very old. Um, but it's got hardwood floors and this beautiful kitchen and a oh my commercial. Gosh, this. The stove. Is oh, beautiful. it's got a, a Vulcan commercial gas range that I lit for the first time the other day and literally screamed. I was like, "God, I'm gonna burn up!" And then I didn't. Um, it makes me think of The Sims when you like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I would have just stood in front of it. You guys can't see it, but I'm waving my arms and been like, "Fire!" So I love it. Um, it's so close to the school, which is great because uh, yesterday morning I rose from the dead at 7 a.m. and still made it to work at 7:35. So cool. Um, and 
Um, I also live next door to one of our students, so that's great. And that part has been so weird because, you know, my laundry room looks into his bedroom. And so, eh, a couple times a week, um, I see him sitting on his bed. He waves at me. And the other day, I had taken my bra out of the dryer, and I was like, no. And I was like, oh, hey, buddy. Like, it's weird. I, we're bonding in a weird way. And but now this he's is showing not, up in the library. Yeah, but this and this is not a kid that was a library kid. No. No. And now we see him frequently. Every single day. He's like, what's up? And then today, he's just hanging out with these kids playing chess. And I walked over and said something to him. And I walked away. He was like, that's my neighbor. And I wanted to be like, chill, chill, chill bro. Don't well, tell me. He, and he's that. been bringing people in to like... Yeah. For help for Je- Jenny to help them with their papers and stuff like I mean this we always talk every year we get a library child mm-hmm. he's a senior this year right yeah so yeah he's like he's gonna be our library child we're, we're gonna have multiple I never would have pinned that kid to be our library child but I guess if you make eye contact with someone in their bedroom while you're in your laundry room enough times they'll come <laughs> and check out a book from you so I just need to stand outside the kids houses and look at them I guess be like get a get a book get a yeah. book yeah so, but it's funny that you mentioned the chess thing because that's another thing that we're talking about the small so things that good. have been bringing us joy. So I, during summer, I was at Five Below and I, there was one of those glass chess sets and I just bought it. I was like, you know what? We had a chess set library and pieces went missing. Yeah. And so we just like, we need a new one. So it was just a $5 glass chess set. Yeah. And then once school started, we ordered a like lawn chess set, like about a, a $75 giant. one. And we had no idea. I mean, we're like, we had kids who like chess. That's why we bought it. But it has exploded. We have kids That's who come insane. in specifically just to play chess. And we yeah. just have right now just the two boards. So mm-hmm. we need to actually order some more because we would probably have chess on every table in this library if we had enough And they sets. would play it. And they get so intense. And there are kids that are like, they have eighth period off and they're like, oh, we can go do some like real bad things right now. I mean, there are kids that get in trouble. Yeah, for lots of things. For lots of things. But no, they just play chess. I mean, they, they smack talk. The whole they time. yell at each other. Yeah. I'm like, you can't yell the F word through the library, even if you're playing chess. But it's like the most fun thing ever. I love it. Yeah. And it, it, we never would have expected it happening. No. And we have another library child who uh, was not one of our kids. And now that we have chess is in here every day. Every day. And he's hustling. He's chess hustling. He's a chess shark. Yeah. I love him so much. I taught him how to play backgammon the other day and then watched him just whoop all these kids in backgammon. And I was like, dude, you're my little protege. I love it. <laughs> So we have bonded with kids that I didn't ever think we would bond Because we wondered about that last year. We talked about it multiple times, how last year our crew of seniors, those were our kids. They had been here. They've been library kids since freshman year. We watched them grow up. And oh, they, yeah. And they left, you know, which happens, which is good. We wanted them to leave. We, four years and out. That's the goal of right. high school, right? So we wanted them to like, you know, spread their wings and fly. But we're like, what are we going to do? Who's going to fill in the void? And so we've kind of, and for us, because the first two weeks were Chromebooks, we really didn't get to meet our kids really until the last, this past week Uh where kids started figuring out they could actually come into the library and that we were open and that they could come in with us. And so we're kind of figuring out our crews now and like who's coming. And now we have three lunches. So that's Mm -hmm. been interesting. But we finally now have a first lunch crew, which are not kids we would have expected. Never. It's a group of boys. They're the, I mean, they're awesome. I love them. And then second lunch, they're still figuring it out. And then, you know, our third lunch was mostly juniors and seniors. That's our holdouts Um, from years past. Yeah. So they've been kind of coming in and there, and, but so we have a, a table full of kids who weren't 
lunch kids before and now they are yeah more juniors who are uh-huh. you know. and so i mean it's been cool to kind of see what the dynamics have been of that and so kind of figuring out you know who's our next crew of kids yes it's fun it's been a fun experience um i mean We've had the three lunches has been weird. Yeah, especially cool. for us because of the classes. Because when we haven't been doing Chromebooks, we've had classes. Like we were scheduled All, from every period, every, every day. day. Um, so kind of adjusting to being closed during like having not, not only have to ask teachers last year, what do you do a first lunch or second lunch? Like, do you have first, second, or third lunch? Like, yeah. which period are we? And then we're like, and what close? time is that? Yeah, we, we don't we're know. still figuring it out. Um, so that's been kind of crazy for us but I think and then I mean the kids are going to have to get used to especially first lunch we're going to be closed a lot if we have a fourth period right. class it's nothing and we it's can do at 10 55 which is earlier than my first grader eats when That's they same. when we saw that I was like wait when does Evan eat and I looked at his schedule and he doesn't eat till like 11 30 11 45 something like that and I'm like my first grader eats later yeah. than my these high school it's kids too early but speaking really of lunch, brunch and not lunch oh yes yeah, speaking I of gotta, lunch, well, that was a good segue uh, and it wasn't even playing on it thank you I've been thinking about it for five minutes. I was like, then you're going to say, speaking of lunch. And here we are. <laughs> so, so anyway, and now this is a segment of me laughing for one full minute. Um, so we... I got it. Uh, Nicole almost <laughs> spit out her 20th sparkling water of the day. <laughs> anyway, we're delirious. So um, I ate in the cafeteria. Um, so let me tell you about it. It one, I, w- I don't know why I was so nervous. I was like, I'm scared to go alone. I made Nicole <laughs> go with me. Cause I was like, I don't know what I thought, but I was like, I'm scared to stand by those kids. And like, what if they, I don't know. And the thing is, is that she did good. And she actually stood in line. Cause I know most teachers would have cut right to the food Never. and been like, you know, she got in line cause she, I had to wait cause I was waiting for people to leave the library to meet her in there. Um, and no, there would have been teachers who have been like, nope, nope, excuse me, sorry, and gone right yes. to her. But she waited in line with the kids. So mm-hmm. there's a gold star there. Well, and I also wanted to watch and see what they did because I was like, I'm not totally sure how this works. <laughs> and then I got stressed because the kids moved through the line so fast. And I was like, oh, my God. So you like get up there, right? And the first thing is pizza. And I was like, well, I don't really want pizza. One, on the menu, it said grilled cheese. But I was like, but where's the grilled cheese? So I like go through. There's pizza. There's fries. I grab the fries because I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to try those. They look good. And then there's like this hot. It's like um, at a gas station where they like put it. It like keeps sandwiches warm. Or yeah. Whatever. And they're all wrapped in foil. And one of them says cheeseburger. One of them says burger. One of them says chicken. One of them says specialty. Which I was <laughs> like, what that? And one of them says hot dog. And it's obviously a sandwich. Not a hot dog, yeah. And so I was like, I will never know which one of these is grilled cheese. But then I turned my head and they have like a cold chicken wrap, which I can't like, I can't deny a cold chicken wrap. I love them. Like I go to Chick-fil-A and order... I, I, I went to Chick-fil-A. It doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. But <laughs> if I went to Chick-fil-A, I always ordered a cool wrap. I mean, at, at Chick-fil-A. They're like famous for fried nuggets. And I was like, I'd like a Caesar cool wrap, please. Because like if I see it, I'm going to order it. I just can't. I can't say no to it. I don't know. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this wrap. That's going to be good. So I get the wrap. And then <laughs> I'm freaking out because the kids are like, bum rushing me yeah because they you mean they only have what 35 minutes for lunch that you got to move quick and so she stress grabs broccoli (laughs) i just stress grabbed two pieces of broccoli 
and a thing of mayonnaise. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> it only cost me two fifty. But you didn't get milk. Because I didn't get milk. She was like, if you got milk, it would cost you $4. Because the milk, I guess, is what makes it a meal versus just yeah. a la carte. So I think she charged you a la carte right. versus a meal. So there's your there's your tip. Don't get the milk because no. that's, that's an expensive milk. Yeah, bring your own milk. You can get a gallon of milk for one sixty two <laughs> and just put it in the fridge and then drink straight out of it while you eat your lunch. But like, don't buy don't do milk. that. Don't listen to her. <laughs> so we get back. Um, okay. The fries are not bad. Yeah. So I, I tried the fries with their, they have a seasoning on them. So it's not just like fried. Right, they're like breaded. They're like of. a breaded fry with like a little bit of spice. Right. Um, maybe Lowry's, but it was a little hotter than Lowry's yeah. something. Uh, and if they had been fresh, they They'd would be have good. been good. But they were old. But they were old and not. So they were not great. No. Um, and then I got the, you know, I got the wrap as I was saying earlier and I grabbed a thing of mayonnaise. And so I was like, you know what? Like I'm literally just one of my favorite things to do is, is get any kind of sandwich you can hold and a packet of mayonnaise that you can just squirt on it. Like not spread, just like squirt on it. Like I really like enjoy that. Right. And, um, then I flipped it over and guess what that mayonnaise is. It's fat free. And I was like garbage that's garbage i'm not eating now the that. question is do they only have fat free mayonnaise or did you just happen to only grab Who the fat free mayonnaise no but with all the laws probably i had probably at that point i had blacked out i was so nervous <laughs> the kids were moving so fast i was just like two pieces of broccoli and some fat free mayonnaise and i just like left <laughs> and so um okay the chicken wrap was like not great it was okay but there was something on the chicken that made my mouth tingle so much and like not in an allergic way which is funny because she's explaining it to me and she's like it's making my mouth tinkle so my first instinct is like crap what pecan cashew <laughs> thing is in this wrap she's like no 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 not like in a in a reaction kind of way just like in a weird processed way like do you understand that and I was like no, no. I don't I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about it just it was like so processed that I was like my mouth is sparkling it's like it felt so weird and it wasn't great I ate the whole well I know she didn't I unwrapped it yeah she ate the inside and then um, we split the broccoli because I was like, but why did I get this broccoli? I hate broccoli. It was just, I was freaking out. It would have been made more sense if you just grabbed a bunch of pickles because they had a whole like, because of all the hamburgers, they had uh-huh. like tomatoes and pickles and stuff for the burgers. If you had just grabbed a whole bunch of pickles, it would, would have made way nice. more sense. Well, and we were, so when I grabbed the broccoli, Nicole was like, are you going to get a side? And I literally turned to her and I said, pickles? And she was like, yeah. And then I was like, broccoli. <laughs> like, I don't. It's just, it's high pressure, y'all. So, like, I need to go earlier next time. I'm going to go again. Because, like, now that I know they serve a grilled cheese, I'm going to eat the grilled cheese. I think you need to go during third lunch. Because third lunch has got to be less busy. Because most of those kids can leave campus. This is true. So, I think next time. So, I think what we're saying is that there will be a next time. And we'll go, she'll go during, she'll go by herself. Because now she knows what to do. Okay. Well, that's up for debate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she'll go during third lunch when it's not so busy. Yes, I'll definitely do that. And I want to try the grilled cheese. And look, I'll probably get the fries again. And who knows about the broccoli. Maybe you ask for fresh fries. Yeah. And maybe the lunch ladies won't spit in them. I'm also going to be like, do you have real mayonnaise back there? So now what I know is I would have to bring my own milk. I have to bring my own mayonnaise. For sure. I, if it's cream-based, I got to bring it from my house. So... <laughs> Well, and then with the broccoli was I had went to Kroger a couple of days ago and gotten a veggie tray and had it had it had ranch with it. Uh-huh. And I had hummus here anyway. So I had my veggies with hummus. So we had ranch. So yeah. That's what we ended up doing. We split the broccoli and, and, the dipped it, and dipped it in ranch. We put some of the fries in ranch, too, because at that point they were old and we were like, anything, we need to do anything this. Anything to make them better. Yeah, exactly. 
So that is the lunchroom experience. It was actually, I mean, it was nice. I, I will definitely do it again. And, but when I walked in, our assistant principal was like, what do you, what, what? He does not have an accent. He was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm eating school lunch. And he was like, oh, wow. And I was like, okay. Didn't he say like, good luck with yeah. that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I might not be here on Monday. And then I was like, haha, just kidding. I love school lunch. So, I mean, you know, my grandmother was a lunch lady. So I grew up. Okay, school lunch then was different, but I grew up eating like very much school lunch food, like macaroni and cheese made with American cheese slices, which is my favorite thing in the world. So anyway, more to come. I'll tell you about that grilled cheese or, you know, they serve a thing called the Clux Deluxe, which is Katie's favorite chicken sandwich. Um, They sell it at Stripes, which is a great convenience store. And every now and then the cafeteria will have the Clux Deluxe. C-L-U-X-D-E-L-U-X. I'll find a picture and put it on the website. Hit it up. If you're out of Stripes, get yourself a club. So is Stripes like a West Texas thing? Yeah. Because I've never seen them around here. Oh. Okay, so Stripes is the best convenience store ever. And every one of them has a taco shop called um, Vaquero, I think. And now I probably made that up. It's a taco (laughs) shop. It's got a a star. It's yellow. Anyway. Is it better than Fuel City Tacos? Yes, it is so good. And I used to go in every morning um, when I worked in Plainview and get two refried bean and egg burritos. And I also weighed like 180 pounds more. So, I mean, it didn't benefit me at all, but it was so good. But they were good. good. Oh, it was so good. And I'd get like a giant Diet Coke at like six in the morning. So I wasn't living my healthiest life, but I really was always in a good mood in the morning. Whereas now I drink a protein shake and then want to stab someone. But anyway, stripes, Clux Deluxe. Let's move on from the food thing. Because <laughs> I could talk about it forever. Let's talk about this um, past week, which I was going to say this past two weeks. It's been a mix. it's just been one Well, because we had, yeah, because we had to move some stuff around because we were supposed to, you were supposed to teach the art, these art classes, Google Classroom, which we have never, in the eight years I have been here, we have never had art classes in the library. So that part was really, really cool yeah. to work with a group of, of teachers who we've never worked with before. So that was exciting. Um, and, but they had signed up for last week and then we were having some major network issues with the Chromebooks and like for two days they wouldn't log in. Like yeah. You just couldn't get into them. So we rescheduled and moved yeah. everything around. So that's, they happened this week as opposed to last week. So that's kind of how that happened. So last week we weren't, didn't teach as much. We were just dealing with a lot of like tech tech issues. issues. And then this week Joe's texting me. Okay. He's going to, he's on hey his plane. Hey Joe. He's, he's, he's going to listen to this. Yeah. So. And he's on his plane right now. And my phone is, my watch is ding, ding, <laughs> dinging. Um, so, so we've, kind of moved all those classes to this week. So this week was super packed because we did, you did the art classes and then capstone research. And I went up to one of the dual credit classes and did a research there. So, I mean, it was kind of fast and furious. And then in between all that doing tech, help and things like that yeah so it's been like nonstop. wild when we looked at our calendar for the week because you know we have a paper calendar that we keep like who's coming in what periods and things like that it was crazy it was a busy almost it, every box yeah. was filled in and then we had classes come in today to get um their eyes are watching god. god there's a group so of, good I think it's Eng- what, english three mm-hmm. is reading their eyes are watching god so or we were lit. Just, yeah, lit, sort of. Um, so we checked out some of those as well. So, and then I did reading classes too, which was a weird mix between the end of last week and the beginning yeah. of this week because 
initially at the beginning of the year, we thought we were only going to have maybe like four or five reading classes all day, which for us is a bummer because we really like those kids and they're kids who like, you know, need exposure to books and things like that. And then they added a bunch of classes because mm-hmm. our, our whole schedule here is crazy. Our schedule is insane. wild. Uh, the word of the so day. so we ended up, and but they moved all of the English classes to our new building, which is significantly far away from where the library is. And so, and we have these new auto locks that lock in between classes for safety. So it's going to be a lot harder for those teachers to bring, let kids, you know, you just, they used to just write a pass. Kids would come down, get a book. It was super easy. Now yeah. they can't do that because there's kids get locked out and have to go back in and stuff like that. So I filled up a cart full of our like most popular stuff, most popular genres and wheeled over and then kind of taught them about the library and then talked about overdrive. Cause now that they have the Chromebooks, if they log into their portal, they can just click the button and be logged in right into overdrive. Tried to sell some in theory. In theory, um, <laughs> tried to sell some audiobooks to kids because I love audiobooks and I want more kids to love audiobooks too. And then I also had the cart full of books. So now all the kids in the reading classes should have some type of book, whether a physical or ebook or audiobook, which is nice. So then in about three or four weeks, I'll email the teachers again and go back over and do a a trade or see if they want to come over and do a full day depending on what our calendar looks like and somehow do a swap. So that yeah. way the kids are, because the problem is if they don't, if we don't get them on a regular schedule, they'll stop coming. And then those books will just sit in the classroom for the rest of the year and nobody will love them. And so they need to come back and yeah. rotate around. They also check out some really, really good books. Yeah. So we want them to circulate and come back to us. We're like, I'm glad you're going to read this, but also give it back to us. Yeah. We had that one. I had kids, especially the kids who had been in reading the year before we're like hey do you have that book still like yeah yeah, it's in my house i'm like uh there's no fines just bring it back like can i have it back please so and a couple kids who were freshmen had books from their middle school i was like could you bring that back i'll send Mm -hmm. it to them like there's no fine and they're like okay so yeah so we did reading classes too so it's been i mean we love that we're excited to actually like get to teach yeah do our job job it's been wild though and but we have been reading in the meantime yes in between um I actually stood in the kitchen for like 30 minutes yesterday with my leg propped up like a flamingo reading. Um, I was, I, so, okay. I'll go, I'll come back to that one. Okay. Um, so I finished, I just read the omnivorous dilemma, which is, is really kind of out of my realm of things that I read. Yeah. When she said she was reading it, I was like, that's not her normal, even even for a nonfiction, that's not your normal nonfiction. And so I really just, I have a friend who is a chef and he was like, Hey, you should totally read this book. I think you'll really like it. And I was like, oh, okay. But then I was like, no, when I recommend books to people, I want them to read it. Even yeah. if, even if I'm like, I don't know if this is your thing, but I, I can't think it could be your thing. It like upsets me if people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll read that. And then they don't. I'm always like, you're a jerk. So that day I went and got the book. He was like, oh, you can use my copy. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to get a copy. I'm going to read it. And I also wanted to get it on audio. So I got it an ebook and an audio copy of it and read it. And it's it's actually really good. Okay, the guy the guy who wrote it, his name is Michael Pollan. Mm-hmm. He's kind of pretentious about he, food. He is. Actually, I heard him uh, listen to one of Oprah's podcasts and she interviews him in one of her oh, Super Soul that. Sunday ones. Yeah. And it's good. It's good information. He obviously, he knows what he's talking about, but yeah, he can come off that way. I yeah. can see that. And so when I, the best thing is when I first started the book, I went to Central Market. I was, 
I don't remember where I was. I was doing something and I stopped at Central Market and got a piece of salmon because that's like my favorite thing in the world. And um, I was driving to Katie's house and she lives in Ulysses and there was a wreck. And so we were completely, it was standstill. So I put my car in park, like prop my leg up, put my salmon on my foot, which is weird. And I was eating it and I was reading. And I get like four or five pages in and Michael Pollan, of course, is like, the biggest issue with America is that everybody eats in their cars. And I was like, this is ironic. <laughs> so I'm like eating salmon <laughs> off my foot and in standstill traffic. Um, but I enjoyed it. And like he th- he opened your eyes to a lot of things about like organic is not I mean, is it really organic? You, there's. I don't think you could ever know. And the fact that everything is made from corn and we're essentially just walking corn cobs. <laughs> corn people. Yes. I, I told Nicole, I was like, we are truly children of the corn. We're made of corn. Um, it's, I, it's really, really interesting. But for me, the most interesting thing is he talks about how like you, you never really know where your food comes from or what's in it. Um, unless you eat at like the purest form. And that's such a big deal for me having food allergies that, I'll take a bite of something that I've never, ever reacted to before and react because I, I have no idea. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Cause I mean, you don't know what, especially, you know, and especially nowadays they try to be better about labels and when things might have cross contamination, but you still don't know. No, there's no way to know. I mean, listen, if you're allergic to corn, you're screwed. You're going to die because all everything we own like i'm sitting at this desk right now with nicole and it's got a sheen on it and i guarantee you that that sheen is made from corn like it's crazy i just the whole corn thing and my sister was like, like a I huge can't. chunk of that book is just about corn oh it's like just a about huge corn chunk it made me think there's a really great part in 30 rock where um liz lemon is walking out of jack's office and he goes what's in your teeth and she turns and goes corn and it's really funny it's like one of my favorite parts and I said that so many times while I was reading that book I would like turn to Katie and be like corn and she was like don't talk about corn anymore but anyway it was actually really good and so like if you're looking to step out of your box that there you go that's the book um and it was cool then to go back and be like hey I read the book you recommended here's what I think about it and he was like oh my god I can't believe you read it that's so cool I was like yeah that's right because I'm a nice person also I'm a librarian so I'm gonna read your book recommendation so I did that and now I'm back guess who's back so yesterday, Nicole was like, I have to run up to the PDC, which is the Professional Development Center and Library Media's house there. And she was like, I have to run up and drop some stuff off and get something from Jennifer, who's our library coordinator. And I was like, okay. And she comes back in with her hands behind her back. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, I have something. And she gives me a brand new copy of Five Dark Fates. Yay. Which is the fourth book in the Three Dark Supposed Crown to be series. the final book. Supposed yeah. to be the final book. Um, It's so good. I stood in my kitchen with my leg propped up like a dang flamingo reading for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And I didn't even think about it until a friend of mine who was there came in the kitchen and he'd been helping me fix my fence at my new house. And he was like, wait, but have you been standing like that for 30 minutes? And I was like, yes, this book is very good. <laughs> it's so, so good. Like I, Oh my God. So, it's so Let good. me ask you this. Cause obviously it's been over a year since the, the fourth book, the third book came out. Cause right. This is the fourth. Yeah. This is the fourth. Um, did you have to like Google what happened or does it do a decent job of like introducing <laughs> what, had already happened before so you know it they come back and like 
they they're now referring I'm not going to give anything away but they're now referring to a lot of characters as these new titles that they've earned as they go on Mm -hmm. and so the very first line is like so and so the blank blank and I was like oh shoot I forgot that happened and so I pulled out my other books and was like kind of skimming through because I mean I think we'd both do the same thing where we get so excited especially in a series that we're like I'm gonna read this whole book in one hour and then when somebody tries to talk about it I'll be like what I don't remember any of that but it was good and so I was like I gotta go back Uh, so I mean she she gives you little reminders she's like hey don't forget this happened or whatever see I always with books especially when you're following a series as it's coming out I always end up on Wikipedia, like rereading the oh, 100%. the synopsis of the of the book before. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, and yeah. I actually thought about that. I was like, I need to get on and read some some summaries, and so I feel like really good about it because there are a couple parts in those books that I will never forget that stand out to me so so much. One in particular that involves I can't. Oh my god, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it's so good. Okay. Is it from it, the first book or the second the book? The second book. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> Listen. Read it. It's so good that when it happened, I was like, what? That is what? Oh, it's so You had bad. to go back. I, I literally pushed back. I went back two pages and read again to make sure yes. what I thought happened had happened. really happened. Because I was like, wait, what? <sighs> yeah. It is so good. Anyway, so I was very, very excited that Nicole brought me that yesterday. I'm going to finish the book this weekend. Don't worry about it. My... New house has, I don't have a shower in my bathroom. My sister does, but um, my bathroom has a clawfoot tub, strangely enough. And there's not a stopper for it. So I'm going to go buy a stopper. I'm going to fill that tub up. And I'm scared because I'm like, that tub is 100 years old. What if the legs are like, bye. And then. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. My aunt was like, you know, that's like made out of very strong iron. (laughs) So um, I'm going to get in the tub and I'm going to watch. No, I'm going to. Read. She, she's used to watching things in the tub. <laughs> yeah, so usually I, I watch uh, Love Island, but I'm going to read and chill. And when people call me, I'm going to be like, go away. Because now I live on my own. I'm like, I don't have to hang out with anyone. It's very exciting. Do what I want. <laughs> so I've been a, like a fan. It's kind of funny that we're both in a fantasy kind of place right now. Because I read um, back earlier this year, I read... Um, a Court of Thorn and Roses. Yes. And I loved it. And then I read the second book and oh my God, I loved it even more. Court of Mist and Fury. It's like, it's my favorite book. Like it right now it's like beating. And I always say 1984 is my favorite book and I'm not lying. I love that book. <laughs> but right now it's like slightly edging. Oh, hey. It makes me sound a little like strange now that I'm like, no, my favorite book is this like romantic fantasy now versus like 1984, which makes me sound smart and whatever. No, nah, you sound it's like fine. Katie. That's like Katie's thing. If it's, if it's got romance and fairies. She's done. (laughs) So I read, oh my God, the second book is so good. It's definitely, it is what they call new adult. It is not even young adult. It is new adult. Um, So it's not, you know, kid friendly, but it's fantastic anyway. Um, And so I had the third book, The Court of, I always forget the third one. I wrote, I wrote, Wings and Fury. Wings and Fury is the third book. And so I, the audiobooks are so good. Uh, So, so, so good. The reader is fantastic. So I, I, that's how I, read the second one so I wanted to do the same thing with the third one well it came in I was on on hold on overdrive and it came in when I was on vacation and I don't listen to audiobooks when I'm on vacation unless I'm on the plane like if I'm in between stuff I'm not going to listen to an audiobook so basically I got about it's a 14 hour 15 hour book and I got maybe three or four hours in 
Uh, and then my my 14 days were up. And so I had I went back on the hold list, which I had to wait four more weeks and come back <laughs> and get it. And so I finished, just finished it the other day. And it was so good. But it was one of those ones where I, I knew how I, I'm enough of a spoiler person. Like I went, I already knew how it ended. Oh, Even yeah. though I hadn't read it because right. I, I do that. Um, and so I knew it ended okay, but I knew there was stuff in the, like the end middle part that I was not going to like. And so it took me a really long time to like force myself into finishing it. Cause I was like, but I know it's like, I just angsty. It was making me anxious, even though I knew in the end it was okay. And I'm also rereading Harry Potter. So I'm on the fifth book and obviously everybody who's read Harry Potter knows the fifth book is where Umbridge is in there. And I hate her so much that I'm having trouble getting through that book because yeah. I, and again, I know how it ends. I know where what's going to happen, yeah. but just trudging through that book is so angsty and it is so, I mean, it's yeah. teenage angst and she's evil and it's horrible. So, I mean, it's, it's good, but it's horrible at the same time. So I'm struggling to get through that book too. Yeah. Like I, I've been like trying to read it. I'm like, cause I'm never going to get to six and seven if I can't get through five. Um, so I finished anyway, I finished the audiobook for uh court of wings and fear was fantastic. So I'm like, I need a new audiobook, and I'm waiting on one called recursion, which my sister like specifically texted me and she's like, you have to listen to this book. You have to. So I was like, okay, I have no idea what it's about. All I know is the title. And I'm, oh, I'm that's exciting. I'm trusting my sister. I haven't read any synopsis, nothing. Cool. And so I, ha- I'm, I have like three more weeks left on overdrive. So I'm like, I need something that I can read now. So I'm scrolling through the YA. I'm like, okay, I need to read some YA so I can like have some stuff to talk to kids about too. Cause I've been reading a lot more like adult fiction and right. adult nonfiction. Yeah. And so as I'm scrolling through this book called Aurora Rising came across and it has a cool cover. It's a sci-fi, which is not typically my thing. But then I saw that it was by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff, who wrote the Illumini series. And I was like, so sold. good like, and sold. So I got the audiobook. And the thing about those audiobooks, if you've never listened to them, it's not just one reader, which can be really good. This is like a cast. It's like a podcast book. It's fantastic. And it's so good. And the whole Illumini series is fantastic, the audiobook. And this one does not disappoint. I'm about four hour, four or five hours in. It's about a 13, 14 hour one as well. It's so good. It's it's a sci-fi. It's set in the same universe as the Illumini series. But I think I'm trying to piece it together. I'm not far enough in yet. I'm assuming it's in the future, like after the Illumini thing happened, then this book takes place. Um, and then this girl has been, she was in cryostasis. She was going from Earth to a um, place where her dad was working was doing like scientific research and she is cryogenically frozen and then they find her in this kind of space between space that they call the fold that they use to travel through space faster and she's been there for 200 years and she's the only one left on our ship that's still alive and so they bring her back and now things are starting to happen like I said I'm only like four or five hours in but it's already fantastic I cannot wait um, to finish it. So it's been good. And I've been on such a reading slump this summer. Like normally I know, you think summer would be like the time where librarians would just like read. But for me, it's I mean, hard. there's lots of other stuff going on yeah. in our lives. So like one of the reasons we probably didn't read as much this summer, but now it feels good to like be back and start reading. Cause honestly I was so stressed out. Um, the, I was, I went, I got on Goodreads. I hadn't been on Goodreads in a while cause I hadn't been, you know, finishing books. Right. And it told me I was eight books behind for my goal for the year. And my goal is only 90 books, oh. right? And that's a fairly, I mean, I lowered my goal right. this year. And I was like, it, it made me anxious. I was already stressed out about the fact that I'd only, that I'm eight books behind. Then you're like, how am I going to read? How am I going to catch up? How am I going like, to read because I'm and so stressed? Then, and then my brain is like, you don't have to. That is an arbitrary goal right. that you set for yourself and you can change yeah. it. But again, I was like, but I'm eight books behind. And how many people read 90 books in a year? Not many. Very few. And I I always think about that. I'm always like, this is the year I read 100 books. And then if I don't make it, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And I'm like, oh, but 
other people I know read no books. And so I feel like I, but it's for fine. Us, it's like, it's part of our identity. Like yeah. if, if you tell people, okay, what do you do for a living? I'm a librarian. They're, one of the first questions typically they'll ask you is, oh, I mean, what have you, what are you reading? What, what are you reading? I mean, what's your favorite book? Like that yeah. is with, like conversations. So if you don't have stuff to Have fill, you read this and that? Yeah. Have you read this and that? What do you typically read? Blah, blah, blah. And so those become conversation points when you meet and talk yeah. to people. So for us, it's like, it's part of our job yeah. to read stuff. So when we feel like we're behind and again, it's an arbitrary thing, we're doing it to ourselves, but yeah. it's still really hard. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we're reading. We're excited. Yeah. And we'll put all the links to back. all the stuff on the website. Yeah. I'll do that tonight. I actually realized I hadn't, I, I said I was going to do that for the last episode. And I realized today when I got on the website, I hadn't done it. I did it now. <laughs> it's there. It's little, there now. A little bit late, but it's there. Um, I think we're going to, so we'll end on, cause we, you know, we hadn't done this in a while. We're already 39 minutes in. So Dude. we probably need to. We've been talking for a while. I know, right? So um, we hadn't done it in a while, but the best of Twitter, I have three that I thought were really cool. Um, that can do quickly. One of them was a Flipgrid book review. Um, so basically she set up Flipgrid in the library. And so it was ready to go. And the kids, if they finished a book they like, they basically would just sit in front of the camera on the laptop, start the Flipgrid video and talk about this book they liked. Right. And so the Flipgrid would always be up. So kids could record their favorite review, do their reviews, but then other kids could actually watch the reviews. So they could okay, have the kids cool, like, cool. go through and watch reviews. So if like a class came in, they could probably be like, hey, go pick three videos and watch them. And so it's like book talking all the time, but it's kids book talking. Constant book talking. Isn't it cool? Like for me, I can't imagine our kids doing no, that. No, never. Never. But for elementary and some middle school, I think it'd be fantastic. Yep. I actually saw that and I sent it in a DM to um, Catherine's old librarian at West Park so that I'd be like, hey, I think this would be cool because her kids already use, they use Flipgrid for other stuff. Uh-huh. So the kids would be comfortable using the platform because they've used it for class so it'd be an easy oh, transition be cool. I like so that's that. from at carrie k-a-r-i underscore uber that was fantastic um the other one we saw was actually not twitter it was facebook um on the future ready librarians page which if you don't follow you should it's fantastic yes Tons there's so many good, good ideas. ideas every time I'm like dang that's a good idea um they did a bagels and books so i didn't know the whole story of how it happened but basically they had an event in the library where kids could come in uh, and check out either new books or it was the beginning of the year or whatever. And then they provided bagels, right? Simple. Yeah. I'm like, we should do that. Our kids like food. Um, so I, we're thinking, we talked about it yesterday about when we get our fall book order in, which usually comes in like November ish, right. um, doing something where we like either invite them. I don't know how we, we don't have all the details worked out, but basically buy a bunch of bagels and yeah. some cream cheese and be like, bring a toaster. And from then, buying new toaster. Yeah. New four slot. I got a brand new toaster. I love it. Um, and so bring that and have like bagels and books and do a thing. So, I mean, I love alliteration. So any of that would be fun. I think it'd be cool. And I like bagels. I mean, look. And that's easier than making pancakes. I Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of breakfast pastries, but I could eat a bagel. A croissant, get out of here. And if you bring me a donut, <laughs> I will tell you some words. But a bagel, I feel okay with because it comes with Because it's cheese. more like bread. And less like yeah, pastry. It's, it's like bread and cheese. And, and I'll it's... eat bread and cheese any hour of any day. So. And then the last one I saw, this teacher did uh, Wellness Wednesday. And basically once they finished their work on Wednesday, and I'm assuming that she probably planned her, her day around having a little more free time on Wednesdays. And she basically told the kids, do anything that like helps your brain, like helps your mind relax. And so she had coloring pages and she had board games and she had like, she had stuff like station stuff for them to do. And she's like, I love that. Basically you can't be on your phone do something else. Yeah. But they didn't, it didn't necessarily have to be class specific, like class 
content specific. Right. And just the idea of having that. And we've done wellness stuff before, but mm. having like specific stuff on Wednesdays. So the kids knew that yeah. on Wednesday. And we have a teacher, is it Friday? I was just about yeah. to say, Charlotte Burrell does free thinking Fridays. And she like plays crazy music. And they, they just like all talk about like their thoughts and their feelings, which I think is very cool. So, I mean, I think that's a great idea. And I think sometimes... That it's cool to be like, this is Wellness Wednesday, and you literally just do what you want, what makes you feel well. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we could bring yoga in here, and, you know, yoga stresses me out. It's when they're like, uh, whatever, access your chakra and, and like, <laughs> uh, like plant yourself like a tree. I'm always like, that is freaking me out. So, like, that's not wellness for me. It makes me upset. Well, it's the same thing, like, and I love, I love to color. I mean, I would do that for hours yeah. if I could. But for some people, that's not a thing like that. Like Evan, he doesn't like to no, color. No, Evan doesn't like to color. So, I mean, you have to kind of give people options, but right. also, but still be like, hey, no, no phones. Like, yeah. that's my one rule. Like, I don't, yeah. you can nap, you can color, <sighs> you can whatever, but no phones. Right. And so, because we know the phones make the kids stressed out too, because they're, oh. that's that constant chirping well, at yeah. them all the time. So I think that's fantastic. So that was at Mrs. K. Moraski. It's Mrs. Moraski. K. Underscore M. O. R. A. W. S. K. Y. Uh, and so I think that's fantastic. I think that's yeah. something that I think teachers should do that. I think libraries could definitely do that. So I think that's a, was a great idea. So I love it. I love that we're ending on this this <laughs> fantastic idea, especially when we kind of started off on Chromebooks. So it's nice to end on a happy. I know. Note, so. You're welcome. Anyway, well, we will be back. We'll be back next week. Is that a yes? Yeah, we're gonna we're trying. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna set that goal. We'll we're doing our best. All right, bye guys. Bye.